There's a lot of different types of interviews out there, including the chief's interview or the senior agent in charge interview. It's an important one to understand. Let's discuss. Hey, before we kick this one off, listen, down in the description are gifts from me to you. One of them is a free workshop that you're just going to go through. It's going to break down each phase of the hiring process so you know what you're looking for and what you're getting into. There's a bunch of hidden bonuses in that workshop, too, to kind of gauge where you're at and to see if you're ready to move forward with the process. Additionally, if you have something specific to you, to your hiring process, and you want to know more about it or you have questions about it, jump on a free coaching call with me. I'd be glad to sit down and help you as best as I can. Now, let's get into the chief's interview. And when I say the chief's interview, I'm all encompassing here. It means a one-on-one individual interview with one of the senior leaderships. Usually that's the chief. Sometimes it could be an assistant senior agent in charge or the senior agent in charge if you're looking at federal or investigator roles. All this is going to compile together. The big thing I see in these, these chief's interviews, right, is it's more of a one-on-one interview. It's more of a relaxed atmosphere, but that doesn't mean that you should relax and you should you should let your guard down. And when I say guard, I mean, make sure you're maintaining your professionalism. That's what I mean by saying this, right? Don't, don't go off on any other tangents. Professionalism, professionalism is what I mean when I say maintaining your guard. So you're going to go in there. They're going to say, hey, I just want to talk to you. Relax. This is super informal. It may be, and that may be the atmosphere he's trying to portray. However, this is still an interview, and it's an important one. So he or she is sitting there, and they're usually going to start, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. It's going to be very similar to before. Answer your question with, hey, this is who I am. I, you know, Depending on your age or where you're at, you know, I'd give a 10-year history or so. For the last 10 years, I've done XYZ. I've worked in XYZ. You know, ultimately leading me to here where I really just feel that uh, I would really have a passion to work here with this agency in this department. Oftentimes, they're going to kind of get a little bit more intrusive where they say, you know, oh, what's what's your family life like? What do you think they think about your your decision to pursue a employment with us? They're going to they're going to kind of dig a little bit into you as an individual. They're looking for a couple things here. One of them is they're looking. Are you going to be a fit to their to their atmosphere, or are you going to come in and make waves in their department, in their sector, or their their agency, right? They don't want that. They want a cohesive unit. And if you're going to be the one that comes in and disrupts that, they're not looking for that, right? So they're also not looking for the same the same aspect as the as the panel board, right? They're not looking for you to answer a scenario-based question. They're looking for really direct, direct answers such as, Hey, you understand that in law enforcement, you may need to use lethal force. How do you feel about that? You know, this is not going to be a, you know, give me a scenario and and apply it to based on what you think. No, this is going to say, hey, I understand that that's a part of, of the profession and I accept that as being a part and know that uh, if it comes down to it, uh, you know, I understand that that's a part. You want to stay away from the stuff that says, hey, um, yeah, I, you know, you don't want to be so gung ho that you want to say, oh, I'm perfectly okay with it. I know if I have to kill someone, I, I can do it. No, you're not, you're not trying to go down that route. And you're also not trying to go down the route. Well, yeah, if, I mean, if it was, it was a last choice, that's, that's what I I do 100%, but I, I'd exhaust everything before that. Well, in, in law enforcement, sometimes your last choice is your first choice. Um, not that 
you want it to be. And, and most law enforcement go with never drawing their, their firearms out of their holster other than for training, which is great. But for the most part, you may, you, you may have to, right. And you may have, have to do that first thing. If you walk up on a scene and someone is shooting at other people, right. Then the immediate response to that would be to engage them with lethal force. So just kind of keep that in mind. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving you a little bit of training here with this to understand where your answer will come from. So your answer will come from that kind of middle of the road. Hey, yeah, I understand that that's part of this profession. And I accept that knowing that I have to do that. And I, uh, I will uh, complete that task if, if needs be right. Or in accordance with, uh, with policy and law, right. I would definitely complete that task in accordance with policy and law. You want to stay away from those, those really decisive one way or the other answers. It's just, it's not, it's not you I'm trying to, trying to convey this to you properly here. It's not just black and white. There's a lot of gray, right? And, and unfortunately, sometimes you're left to make those decisions alone in a split second, which is why the courts have ruled the way they do in regards to law enforcement actions. So just kind of keep that in mind. All right. So that's that type of situation. Now, then they're going to talk about your family and then they're going to start diving into it. What do you know about this agency? And you may have had this in the board, right? The panel board. You may get some crossover questions. Be prepared for that. Don't ever say, oh, I answered this in the board. No, it's this is a different interview. Answer this interview just like this was the only one. Say you can draw on the board. You just don't have to verbalize it. You can say, oh, well, I know that this agency has this many sworn officers, this many uh, unsworn employees. I know that you patrol this function. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know that you you guys have this this core commitments right here. I know that this is the mission statement, you know, paraphrasing. I don't have the whole thing memorized. I know that ultimately the goal and projection of the department or agency is here and uh and yeah, and I just, I, I feel like I can get behind all that and, and support all that. And, and I hope I can be an asset to the team, right? You always want to advocate that, hey, I want to come in. I want to be a team player. I want to be an asset. And ultimately, I want to go out there and make the world or my community a better place, right? That's, that's ultimately why most people get into law enforcement. It's, it's to say, hey, I want to make a positive impact. And, and you just need to convey that in the chief's interview, a few other things you're going to see that they may ask you is they may ask you specific questions about maybe the history of the, the department. They, they're just seeing how prepared you are for this interview. What did you study? What some, some chiefs have a series sets of questions, you know, or, or senior agents in charge have a series of questions and they evaluate candidates based on how they, like they always ask the same questions no matter what. And they standardize it because they want to see who, conveys the best answer or who who he or she believes conveys the best answer based on these standardized questions. So you, you of course you're not going to know them, but at the same point in time, just know that everyone might even get asked these same questions. And it's going to come down to how well you articulate yourself. A lot of members in my coaching, we go over articulation is key because ultimately that's one of the skills you're going to use in in your hiring process, in your academy out on the street and in court, whenever you wind up getting into a situation where you have to make an arrest and then ultimately appear in front of a judge or jury or grand jury or whatever you have to do, or even just sitting down and processing a case with the prosecutor's office. 
it's you're just going to have to sit down there and you need to be able to clearly articulate yourself. So if you start now, right, you start right now, it's going to be it's going to be a much smoother ride for you through this entire process and ultimately just make you a better law enforcement officer. So as the chief asks you these standardized questions, your goal is to clearly articulate yourself. And articulation is just defined as you conveying your message properly and professionally, right? In a way that you deliver clear communication, which means the intention of what you want the individual to receive, they're actually receiving it, right? They're actually understanding what you're conveying and they're interpreting it the way you you need them to, to, to interpret it. You're not leaving room for deviation, right? Or, or assumptions, right? That's a proper articulation. You're taking out those assumptions. Now you can't ever do that whole, you know, in full force or, or wholly, but ultimately you can convey that message in a way that really mitigates any type of diversion or any type of assumptions that can come up. I think for me, the biggest thing that I've always ran into with the chief or the senior agent in charge interviews has always been more along the lines of they are trying to evaluate what type of what type of officer I would be to their department, not only in the team aspect, but am I going to get the department in trouble? Am I going to be an asset to the department? And am, am I going to want to bring a positive light to the department? And when I say a positive light, I mean the department's like its own organization. It's like it's its own business entity town and that wants to be looked upon fondly, right? Am I going to be the one thing they're always, or am I going to be too fearful to get out there and respond, right? That's another thing that I always see them asking. You know, if I do respond, am I going to be excessive, right? That's the last thing they want is, an, is a lawsuit, especially with what's going on with law enforcement these days. Am I gonna am I gonna bring a bad image? You know, am I gonna get caught on a cell phone camera doing something inappropriate? That's ultimately what I find these individuals doing because they are the ones that have to answer to their higher ups for you. They are the single individuals. They, you, they can't sit here and say, "Hey, this is my sergeant's fault" or "This was my off." No, they take responsibility for you because they're the senior agent in charge or they're the chief, right? So they want to make sure that you're not going to make their job any harder. And, and while some people might say, well, that's completely selfish. Well, that's what a good employer, and this is a employment, right? It's what a good employer does. They hire people to make their jobs and to complete tasks that need to be done well. They don't want to hire someone who's not going to complete it well. So if you remember that going into this, that this one-on-one this -on -one interview is more of a traditional interview. However, this sole individual can give you the, the seal of approval or not, even though you went through all these other aspects. It's a lot to take in, but you need to prepare yourself for it. So learn as much as you can about the agency, prepare yourself and know, know how you want to articulate yourself. If you need to learn how to articulate yourself, watch some more videos, take our online course, sign up for our coaching. If, if you meet the eligibility requirements, whatever you need to do, it doesn't matter. Our, our online content, you know, that's completely free. will help you get there. Just see how don't don't be me, but just see how I, I focus my articulation to to really drive home what I'm trying to convey, right? And then if I can't convey something, I just openly admit it. Ah, you know, this is I don't know if I'm conveying this right, but this is what I'm trying to get out of it, right? This is what I'm trying to mean by it. I'm just I'm trying to clearly establish what I want the other person to receive, and that's what I'm hope I'm doing right now for y'all. So. Keep that in mind. Remember, down in the description are those two gifts. One is that workshop, right? The getting started workshop. It's going to help you with each phase, including the interview phases, which helps you learn about articulation, 
There's hidden bonuses in that workshop as well. Additionally, if you're ready to sit down and you're serious about moving forward with law enforcement and you're ready to start asking some questions or get your questions answered, jump on a free coaching call with me. I'd be glad to help you. Stay safe and I'll see you next time.